In 2017, two friends, one a software engineer and the other a petroleum engineer saw an opportunity. They became wholesalers in the used smartphone market, currently valued at a whopping $46 billion. They operated this business for over two years before they eventually realized that the used smartphone market had more issues than they thought. This problem gave birth to an entirely new business. On this episode of Builds in Africa, we explore how White Combinator-backed Easy Wholesale is altering the global landscape of the used smartphone market. David Iya and Joshua Unzewi are childhood friends, and they ran a couple of businesses together up until they got into the university. By 2016, Joshua had become a petroleum engineer at Shell, while David had worked as a software engineer with two US-based internet companies. One day, David called Joshua, telling him about a business opportunity he had in mind. So one day he called me, just kind of a, the arbitrage opportunity between um, buying phones like locally and selling them online. And that's kind of like what brought us into the... Having run businesses before, it didn't take long for the two friends to kick this off. They did this for two and a half years, but soon they began to notice a trend. Uh, it was for about two and a half years where we were just trading devices, um, buying them from individuals and then selling them overseas. Um, so we were doing that, we started going to like trading conferences and realized that there were a lot of inefficiencies in the market at a much higher level where companies are moving um, a billion dollars worth of devices a month um, and realized that this was not just a, a problem um, here in the United States, but also abroad as well. Um, so um, the channels in which people are able to source these devices and then resell them. So in January 2020, they built Ozi Wholesale to try to solve this problem. And so we created this online uh, marketplace that would enable people to transact a lot faster um, with more um, security and safety and transparency um, and much more efficiently than people are currently trading now. Globally, the used smartphone market is valued at $46 billion. And in markets like Nigeria, it has continued to grow in importance. The International Data Corporation (IDC) predicts that used smartphones will exceed 330 million units, with a market value of 67 billion dollars by 2023. In case you're wondering, here's how this process works: Ben lives in the UK and uses an iPhone X, but he's tired of it, so he walks into a carrier store and drops it off. The carrier store then auctions the iPhone X and other phones that have been dropped off to wholesalers. The wholesalers are taxed with the responsibility of effective distribution to those who need them. And this is why, weeks later, Toby buys that iPhone X in Nigeria for much less than its original cost. As a B2B platform, Azure Wholesale allows traders to place, buy, and sell used smartphones. Sellers can post the devices they have in stock, and then buyers can buy directly from them via the platform. For Hazy Wholesale, the aim 
is to open up the market for all and eliminate middlemen in this space. The, what we're trying to do in this space is um, open the market up so that um, anyone can trade in it confidently um, and reduce the number of middlemen that um, exist in the market. Mm -hmm. Because of its inefficiencies and in the way people trade, um, seven to nine um, people will touch each and every device before it's sold to the end consumer. And so that's a lot of value lost along that like supply chain. And we want to reduce that as much as possible. So how big is the problem they are trying to solve, really? It's big business in Nigeria, but it's big business just about in every single country, um, even the United States. Um, and so a lot of the companies that deal with um, acquiring these devices um, through their various means, buy and then resell, they sell at cost or below cost, just so they can continue reselling. Uh, and this is just because of poor distribution channels um, and not having like a, a good enough network to get all the devices out there. Apparently, it also affects buyers too. And a number of people have fallen victim to fraudsters and have lost thousands of dollars. Uh, and then on the buyer end, uh, individuals are weary to, to trade just because of the, the risks involved. So typically when you do a transaction, um, the wholesaler will ask for the full payment to be sent up front. Um, and so that leaves like little um, room for the, the buyer to um, dispute the transaction or gives them protection. So come and say, okay, I have devices, wire me the money up front, and then I'll send you the phones. And so you'll wire someone the money and they can never receive any devices. To mitigate this situation, AZ Jose operates an escrow system to handle payments and limit fraud, and a rigorous inspection process to verify the quality of the items. So we're, we're a B2B marketplace, right, in, in its simplest sense. So we allow people to, we allow sellers to post the devices that they have for sale and people to purchase those devices directly through the platform. Um, we uh, handle all the, the money that, that happens in transactions. So um, we received the payment from the buyer, the seller ships the devices to us, we inspect the devices. We then, um, upon um, confirming that the devices are good and up to specs, we release the payments to the, to the seller and then send the devices to the buyer. Although Joshua wouldn't state a figure, he says, AZ Wholesale takes a cut from each transaction done on the platform. And in the last 12 months, the startup have processed, wait for it, $10 million worth of devices. In March this year, the 19-man team got accepted into the US-based accelerator, Y Combinator, raising $150,000 in the process. Joshua recounts how YC has benefited his company. Uh, I think I think YC helped us from a business sense, um, from knowing like which customers to kind of double up, double down on um, to build the business. Um, it also gave us access to a lot of resources that helped with our development stack and like the internals of the business, such as like setting KPIs, um, like using the the right like sales methods and tactics. Um, so from a like a fundamental business level they definitely helped us out quite a bit um, but 
really everything in the in the industry we've had to um, figure out ourselves. Although Joshua likes to think of Easy Wholesale as a global product due to its presence in markets like Dubai, Hong Kong, Mexico, and Ukraine, he believes one of the platform's biggest markets will be Nigeria in the long run. However, it hasn't been an entirely smooth ride for the startup while trying to navigate the West African market. Uh, so I guess the, the biggest problem we've encountered is trust. So getting businesses to trust us, trust our platform. Um, and by that, I mean like sending the money um, to us um, first. Um, so that, that's been like the biggest thing. So people, especially as we start to reach out, as we're reaching out to companies in Nigeria, they're all asking, okay, why should we trust you? Um, um, how are we sure that you're not just trying to, to scam us mm-hmm. um, in, in this market? So I think that has been the biggest component that we've struggled with um, is getting people to, to trust us. Consequently, AZ Wholesale is trying to build up trust. Little by little. Number one way is we'll do sample orders with people, so very small transactions um, where there isn't much risk. Um, So we'll start off with like one, two phones just for them to get a sense of um, how we operate um, and guess the timeline in which they would expect to receive them. And and, and that's that's been like the the main way. Um, Some people have requested to meet in person, uh, the last like pictures, videos, um, but we've we found that uh, just doing like a sample transaction is usually the best way to go about it. So what does the future hold for AZ Wholesale? We really want to, to serve the Nigerian market um, and then expand to other African markets as well. Um, we've spoken to um, some companies in Ghana and South Africa, but um, this is a this is a market that, just about every country is participating in. And I think there's a lot of value to be derived from the platform that, that we're building. Um, so really want to expand our, our footprint within Africa to serve um, every country that we can. Because um, we, we know firsthand from building businesses in Nigeria how much um, a smartphone impacts um, someone's life. Thank you for listening to Built in Africa. This script was adapted by Emmanuel Paul. Research and interview by Tej Kene Okafo. Sound design by Ogene Karu Obrutu. This is a production of TechPoint Africa. I am Emmanuel Paul. Please subscribe, share, and drop a review of this podcast by searching for Built in Africa on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also email us feedback at hello at builtin.africa. For more stories on startups and innovation in Africa, please visit techpoint.africa. Hi, my name is Emmanuel Paul and I cover tech policies for TechPoint Africa. Like many Nigerians, the economy and our currency does not fill me with confidence. Well, you don't have to take my word for it. A Google search of the Naira of Nigerian recession presents a sad narrative. But there's a new trend emerging. Nigeria ranks 8th in the world for crypto adoption and leads the rest of Africa by a wide margin. 
TechPoint Africa will be hosting the brightest minds in the crypto sector at the maiden edition of the Digital Currency Summit, tagged Building the Money of the Future. It will feature two conferences that will be of interest to either business people or technical geeks. Attendance will be exclusive, so if you're interested in building the money of the future, go grab a ticket now at currency.techpoint.africa.